and welcome to Corona So 10 of Stinker Madness. Uh, God knows how much longer we're going to be doing these. But uh, either way, I'm your host, Justin. Uh, Sam and Jackie are here as always. Uh, let's get right into things. Uh, Jackie, what you drinking? White Claw. White Claw. Well, that's new. I get too drunk sometimes. <laughs> I'm trying to turn over yeah. a new leaf. Okay. The, the White Claws are a lot more difficult to drink than the Bud Light Seltzers. Agreed. Oh, yeah? I thought, I thought you were doing better with White Claws. I thought the Seltzers gave you gas. <laughs> well, I started off with the White Claw, and then I changed back to Bud Light Seltzer, which is what's in my glass right now. Okay. Because the White Claws, um, I don't know, they fucked up my stomach a little bit. Uh-oh, that's not good. But, you know, everybody needs to poop, so... I figured I'd just give it a go this time. So it's like it's like lube for your for your innards. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. It just gives them a nice salt out clean. Mm, good. Sam, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm back at the Greyhounds. Back to the Greyhounds. All right. Well, you're uh, not quite as original as Jackie. I've switched to Pabst Blue Ribbons. I haven't had a Pabst in God knows how long. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna get some Pabst Blue Ribbon. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> It still isn't back to what it used to be since they've had all the brewery changes that they've had to switch back and forth with the Miller deal. Right. So I'm reserving judgment until I can find Pabst in bottles. And if the bottle tastes different, because it used to be Mm -hmm. about 15 years ago, if you got an 18 pack of the Pabst bottles, that was a premium lager or not. It was a premium American domestic, basically. But that bottle, in terms of just tasting for shit beer, that was easily the best tasting shit beer there was. Well, I will admit that these Paps have a lot more flavor than the Miller Lights I've been drinking for the last year. Uh, I just don't know if it's a good flavor. Uh, so, but but more flavor. So there's that. And I'm not like, oh, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to dump you in the trash, you pieces of shit. I'm going to drink them. Uh, I just, uh, don't know if I would drink 30 of them. No, I, I don't like them in the cans right now where they're at. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking about shutting this shit down after this one's finished and being like, I need to switch to something else. A little tougher stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, go back to my, well, I think I'm going to go to. Tab and vodka. Okay. Well, I don't have any uh, uh, pop quiz hot shots, so you can't fuck that up today. So yeah, do as you choose. Okay, cool. So, you know, we'll ne- let the fans know when, I've, when I'm going to go get another refill. They'll know when you come in and you're like, yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, gosh, you're drunk again. I should extend a challenge. Next week, you should do Harvey Wallbangers. Okay. What are those? Well, it, it's a lot like it sounds. You're going to get real drunk. Mm. probably bang on the wall so don't put in a challenge next week well no that's the challenge drink harvey wall bangers right right but not an intellectual challenge why do you think that i could do an intellectual challenge when i'm drunk that's on you sir Uh, that's on you for these 10 episodes when have i ever been sober I, i planned the pop quiz hot shot last week days before you even started thinking about drinking on a Wednesday evening. So, you know what? It's on you. You should know that I got hot shit coming sometimes, like once every 10 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay then. I I stand corrected. I'm so sorry. You know when I decided that drinking on Wednesday evening was acceptable? 20 years ago? No. College? About the age of 27. Yeah. Like, was there a date? That's a weird thing for you to say and just be like, it was 27. And then you look at us like, talk about something else. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> well, I know. I, I mean, that was when I was like out of college almost four years and life had really gotten the better of me. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drink on Wednesdays. Well, it's hump day. It's, uh, it's always been hump day. You're supposed to drink on Wednesdays because it's the hump. You're over the hump. Yeah, sure, I learned that but, when I was 19 at the University of Idaho. Yeah. Oh, see, that Idaho is a bunch of drunks. <laughs> <laughs> at Boise State, you know, we didn't drink until Thursdays. That's college night at every bar, $2 micros. Oh. And so before that, uh, when I was in college, I usually didn't drink until... 
it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the rest of it I just didn't drink for the rest of the week. Except for Taco Tuesdays. Because it's always Only Taco during Tuesday, the summer. Every- and that was actually a bad it was really about once a month that we did Taco Tuesdays at Crickets because in the communication department bathroom on Wednesday after Crickets Taco Tuesdays it was a complete fucking national disaster. So you just didn't want to be like, I'm not, I am taking, I'm planning ahead and I'm not going in that bathroom. And if I drink, I will end up in that bathroom. No, with it. Most of us that went to crickets, taco Tuesdays all worked at the communication department, right? Student radio and university television. And so that next day we would all wreck the bathroom, right? You don't want to go in there. So that's why you were being sober. Is because you're like, I don't want to go in there. Oh, no. For the most of it, for the most part, the whole group was like, man, that's way too hungover to be on a Wednesday with taco shits. And so we only did it once a month. Ah, okay. Mm. All, right. All right. Well, and we're in college and we're fucking broke. Yeah. Oh, see, my parents were paying my credit cards when I was oh, in college. Boo. So I drank privilege and have pizza like. <laughs> Almost every day. Remember just like a few episodes when you were like, yeah, I was really poor. <laughs> Not when I was in college, folks. No, no. My parents uh, my no. parents had good jobs by the time I was in junior high. And so by the time that I went to college, they were paying for my college education, my room and board, and I had a monthly allowance, and I had a credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Sam and I didn't have any of that shit. I got, I got student debt. <laughs> I have that now, too, because they only paid for the first two years. Right. So the first two years were like the golden age. And then after that, I was like, what? I have to get a fucking job. This is stupid. Yeah, I had to work a lot of weird, shady side deals when I was in college. What, like handies? Mostly. Yeah, tacos, tacos, tacos. (laughs) That's why he was at the Taco Tuesday. (laughs) Tug jobs in the anthropology building because nobody's in there anyway. (laughs) And you thought you just jerk off some dean and your student loans go away. It turns out you have to jerk off, well, I guess the secretary of education. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. Things they don't tell you in high school. (laughs) How to prepare for college. Don't just jerk off anybody. They're not going to fucking forgive your student loans. (laughs) No, you got to get paid. I mean, unless you want to jerk off everybody, then go right ahead. But don't, you know, don't expect anything in return except for, you know, a messy hand. And carpal tunnel later in life. Right. (laughs) Um, I've got a motorhome update because uh, apparently people like hearing about the motorhome and the fact that it runs. Um, so, uh, we took it out to, uh, Sam's house last weekend and, uh, slept in it and got shit faced with them. It was, uh, we, we actually done it two weeks in a row now. Uh, and it is fucking fun. Yeah. It's, it's, I love it. It's nice to go over to somebody's house, finally sit in their backyard, uh, uh, you know, socially distance. And then you don't need to go inside anybody's house. You can just go into your own house, take a shit, take a piss, take a lot of piss because we drank a lot of beer. And then uh, conk out and be like, well, see ya, and then go home. So you can actually, like, you know, partake in things without, you know, going into, like, a swimming pool filled with a bunch of, you know, children and old people, you know? And, you know, on our end, it's really great when you guys bring the RV because, like, the mess that we have to deal with afterwards is so minimal. minimal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. E- even kind of us, too, because the only thing we do in there in the RV is, I mean, you get you got a pile of beers you got to clean up. But uh, uh, the, the mess that we leave in the RV is just a bunch of blankets. So it's, it's, it's really not that bad. But beyond that, uh, we are going to use it for the first time camping this weekend for its intended purpose. I guess you could con- consider its other intended purpose to travel the United States and see the world and all that. But, but we're actually going to go up in the boonies where there's no power, uh, no water, no nothing and use it this weekend for the very first time. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Hopefully Sam and Sandra will be joining us. Well, don't put any pressure on them. Not yes, on I am. A, pressure! I got, not on a podcast. I got too many chores. Yeah, he's got too many chores. Oh, my God. All those hand jobs to pay off student debt, Jackie. Jesus. Well, I hope you're charging We're more right than $5 now, an hour now. Student, all of the student debt right now is under hiatus with the COVID-19, so I can really tug my way ahead. <laughs> 
principle, principle, principle. Uh, yeah. So, um, so we're going to go up and do that, uh, this weekend. We, uh, of course we still will be very far from people. The thing about camping in Idaho is it's not like camping on the East coast or even California. Um, when you go camping in Idaho, I mean, you're, you don't see other people. You don't see other people. I mean, there's other people around. You hear other people because we're all fucking, you know, shined up as it were. But you don't see anybody. Yeah, even in our campgrounds, they're so uh, spaced out, and there's a bunch of trees and everything in between things that you don't see other people. Even in our campgrounds here. Yeah, yeah. Except there if you're walking the... to the porta potty and you're like, "Get out of the way! I have the beer shits. Move, <laughs> yeah. little girl." Which we don't have to worry about. Yeah. Or... Now. Whenever you are at that point camping as a younger person in tents and things like that, where you're like, well, it's that time I'm going to have to go find a log to shit off of. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. that's when a whole family walks up and you're like, man, I found the most secluded spot. And you guys are like, (laughs) look, it's like a jungle back there. Let's see what's back there. Yeah. Some dude shitting. That's what's back there. Congratulations, your family. And then you can't do anything except be like, yep, I'm deucing off the back of this log. Hey, you guys made a bad decision. I thought I made a good decision, but apparently I was wrong, too. Uh, You know, it's funny, Sam, how like exaggerative you are in your jokes, usually on the podcast, like jerking off a bunch of people to pay off student debt. Um, that's not a joke. <laughs> It's not a, no, it that it's not a joke, and it's not something that's happened once or twice. Yeah. Every single time you try to shit off the back of a log, a family shows up. <laughs> it's are, fucking you're, ridiculous. You're not exaggerating. It's uh, it's it's uncanny. Like, oh man, I I can't imagine how many times I've I I don't shit in the woods unless I really 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 have to. I will use the porta potty. Fuck it. Um, well, but... you should use the porta potty. Let me just say this: No, uh, shit in the woods. No, if you're brave enough. If if they have a porta potty there, use the goddamn porta potty. Do why? not shit next to the campsite because you well, know what happens. Well, he's talking about going out in the middle of nowhere. I'm talking about going in the middle of nowhere. The last time that we went up to this place called Tripod Reservoir, somebody had just went ahead and shit right off of the uh, fire log. And it was just right there in the campground. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck disgusting. you, dude. It was like 30 steps to the porta potty. No, you gotta dig a hole. You gotta dig a hole. And then bury it. Yeah, we're not fucking cavemen. And even the cavemen dug holes. That guy, whoever shit that was that you're talking about, is like less than a caveman. What's less than a caveman? I don't know. That campsite was really fucked up. I think apes bury their own shit. So, yeah, that's... Fuck that guy. No, it's it's you have a shovel in your hand, you're dangling your legs off the side of the log every time you're like, this is the time it's going to happen. Nobody's going to come. And you're like, oh, what bliss? Because usually when you're actually shitting in the woods, you've waited a long time. (laughs) Most of the camping trip, you've been stoving up shit. Mm -hmm. And that's when the family shows up and you can't stop at that point. They're like, oh, how are you doing? Like, good. Just. Shoving out three and a half pounds of shit. <laughs> How are you doing? Yep. Move along, folks. Uh, yeah. Moving on from shit. Uh, we've uh, also made a decision uh, that we talked about a few episodes ago about the condition of the exterior and whether there were going to do anything about it. Sam and I have been talking about paint. Uh, and this is an update that Sam doesn't even know. We, Ooh. I, I, uh, I, I found a grill for it because our grill was all fucked up. Uh, it looked like, uh, you know, a, a British person's teeth. Hey, oh, sorry, Mark Harkley again. I know you're listening. You probably have perfect teeth. Um, unless you're actually like the Cleganes, they have pretty fucked up teeth in the books. Anyways. Um, so, uh, found a grill and put it on. And I was like, oh, shit, this thing does not, like, this brand new grill looks like crap next to this paint job. I got to now, like, I can't leave it on here. It's an insult to this fucking brand new grill. So decided to paint it. Uh, went to the paint store today to buy the paint. And the guy looked at it, and he's like, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Uh, what you got there is not vinyl at all, buddy. That's paint. 
So he showed me that it's fucking paint on there. Uh, instead of vinyl, the vinyl striping and all that, they actually painted those back in the day. Um, and and he took a, 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 like a really sh a good uh, chamois, I guess you'd call it. and uh, A rag. Well, no, not a rag, because uh, cotton rag. really swirl marks. Um, a chamois. Uh, and uh, some of his special, like I work in uh, uh, an industrial building uh, goop and put it on there and rubbed it. And that, the fucking color came back. And I was like, holy shit, that looks good. And he's like, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to buff the whole goddamn thing. And then I'm going to mix you up some championship white, is what he called it, Ford championship white. And uh, I'm going to match that color that you got on there after you get it buffed out and all that oxidization off of it. And I'm going to put it in a rattle can or several rattle cans and then uh, uh, an actual paint for like a like a like a roller paint for the top, and you're just gonna fucking touch it up, buddy, because the amount of time and effort that you're gonna spend on making this thing look just okay is about the amount and time and effort and money that you would just pay a guy, which is about two thousand dollars to paint an entire motorhome. So he's like, "Don't do that. You're an idiot. Just do this. It'll look good." You're not going to win any 1978 motorhome concourse shows. But you know what? It's not going to look like a piece of shit anymore. So do that. So we're going to fix it up uh, starting next week. All right. Well, you know what? Now it sounds like it's time for a plug. Where'd you go? Uh, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> the paint store on Shinden yeah, Boulevard. The paint store in Boise, Sam. Duh. Was it? Was it Casey or Sherwin? No, the Casey actually closed down, and Sherwin uh, wanted uh, they wanted to sell me a bunch of paint. Uh, this this was a couple old guys uh, called Nationwide or some shit like that. And the, national, I, yeah, national. I've been around. Yeah, no, long national enough. coatings. Yeah, national oh, coatings. Fuck. Yeah, uh, dude, I've those been, guys are good. I've been around long enough to spot guys that know shit, and usually they wear coveralls. And they're a little heavier, and they got about 30 years on me. And there's, you know because there's only two of them. Anytime you go into a shop and there's only two old guys, and they're like, yep, we've seen junkers before, they know what the fuck is going on. Even if it's not, even if you bring in a fucking Ferrari, they're like, yep, we've seen junkers before. Uh, we can handle this. Um, when you go into those like Sherwin Williams or like one of those, sure. you know, high end paint stores, it's a bunch of young guys. It's a bunch of guys that are younger than you. And you're like, you kind of, you don't like dealing with those guys. No, I hate it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you made it down to the national coatings and I'm, I feel bad that I didn't remember them. Yeah. Yeah. No, really small little, uh, specialty shop that, uh, yeah, they fucking knew what they were talking about. I like I liked it, so that's the route I'm going. Yeah, no, those guys are good. Do you remember the fellow's name? Uh, Tom. Tom, yeah. So yeah, anytime you're in Boise and you need some paint advice, go down to National Coatings and see Tom. National Coatings, it's your paint store. They owe us money now. <laughs> yes, we're getting free paint now. Yeah, uh, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Well. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast world, it is time for me to go refill my drink with something that's actually pretty good. Okay. I will return shortly and let you know what I come up with. Okay, well, we're going to... And I got to pee. Yeah, okay, well, we're going to have to hit pause on that because uh, you're going to want to be around for listener feedback. Yeah, hold on. The second part of this prod podcast... Prodcast. Prodcast, <laughs> stick you in the butt with an electric cord, um, will be brought to you by Vodka and Tab. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, just one last thing on the, on the motorhome. We did also, uh, test the, uh, the, uh, propane heater and the fridge ran it for an entire 24 hours and we only used one gallon of propane. So in theory, Jackie and I can go someplace for 10 days and have heat and, uh, a cold fridge. So that's pretty cool. Why don't you tell the folks at home how many peas you took in the toilet without flushing and it still was not full all the way that was one pee jackie that was just <laughs> one pee it just took forever because i drank 30 goddamn beers it's I like a three and a half pound camping shit right <laughs> only from your bladder except for it was urine and when a family sees you like 
you're you actually want them to come check it out because you're like, dude, I am peeing so much. Guys, get around here. Look at this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got some also listen- check out this dong. And they're like, yeah, we've seen that before. <laughs> uh, we got some listener feedback. Uh, starting with a uh, uh, not a new listener, uh, a longtime listener, first time qual- caller, uh, Jillian Co- uh, Coker, I believe it's pronounced. Coker. Yeah. Coker Cabana. Do, do, do. The hottest male, female. <laughs> so I was going to go a different song. Coker. <laughs> yeah. Coker's an awesome name. Uh, hello! Got an exclamation point, so I gotta do it that way. I've been a fan for five years now. Thank you very much, Jillian, for listening for five years. That's that's five out of six. Good for you. That's like the longest relationship I've ever had. Now, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Your podcast is one of the ways that makes me, that helps me smile. I hope you guys are doing great during this pandemic. I've always, anyways, I wanted to share my favorite bad movie of all time that's available on Amazon Prime. It's called Attack of the Killer Donuts. It's a movie where donuts come alive and kill people. I find it so dumb, but I love the stupid characters such as the mad scientists and the nosy neighbors who's into weird sex stuff. Nonetheless, thank you for the laughs all these years. Jackie, keep being you. You make me laugh the most. And thank you all for all the fun thoughts you have given me, Jillian. So, Cocker. I will never call you Jillian because your last name is so awesome. You just called her Cocker when you're earlier you're calling her Coker, so you've now Wait. undone all your goodness. Oh, sorry. Listen up, Cocker. How many <laughs> Listen up, Cockblock. How block. many you take a day? You're my new best friend, Cockblock. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. That was... Oh, my God. I can't dig myself out. Uh, I'm just going to say what I want to say. Donuts eating people sounds fucking amazing. And I want to check this out because I want to see if the donuts have teeth and, like, those little slit, like, uh, you know those red hot candies that you used to eat as a kid? Yeah, yeah, the gummy ones. No, they're just hard little candies, and they're called red hots. Anyway, they're little round, little round red candies, and I'm hoping that- Oh, I was thinking of hot tamales. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I'm hoping that, like- the donuts have uh, red hot eyes and they're like, and then you jump out and bite somebody in the throat and it just starts spewing everywhere. And then they go back to the donut case like nothing happened. Like, dude, 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 no, I'm just raspberry colored. Yeah, could be interesting. I, I, I worry that it's like Attack of the Killer Clowns or Kelly Clowns from Outer Space or Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which are both the same movie and I don't like either of them. But Sam, have you heard of this movie I, at all? So this could be fuel for your wrong idiot, but I believe this came out in the early 2000s or in the 90s, and it was discovered in the early 2000s, and that it is basically a remake of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, but with all of the problems healed and donuts added. Okay. Okay. Well, problems healed. That that That's good sounding to me because, I yeah, I'd be up for that. Well, Julian, I think that I will be making this one of my picks in the future. It sounds fucking awesome uh as long as it qualifies if it, if it's not a full movie then we can't do it so we'll see we'll see yeah we'll I get back guess. to you on that but uh it sounds it's, it does sound like it might be like a thanksgiving killing type thing for jackie so uh thank you for that email very much uh jillian that was very nice we've got uh because wait i'm gonna sing her a special song don't cut no. me off <clears throat> because i love you, you che- could you check your tone uh like like uh. <laughs> no, we don't have one of those cool. Okay, Sam, your answer that is you go. Do re mi fa so la ti fuck you. All right. Well, I guess my song's not going to happen. Maybe your next email, I'll finally get through one. Okay. Well, speaking of more email, we've got an email from Mark Orclegain. <gasps> You're not going to want to do music to this. This is something. This is something special. Okay. And I'll, let me giggle, please. But let me try to get through the whole thing. There is a show on the worldwide net that looks at the movies you'd rather forget. There's Justin the leader, who's a hell of a man, only equaled in stature by his old friend Sam. But the show has a third host. She's their USP. She's why millions tune in. 
But who can it be? <laughs> Whose funny antics make me laugh till it hurts? All she tells us how Wendy's gave her squirts. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not very who's not very good at doing the quiz? But when talking of costumes, she sure is a whiz. Who's always one sip from an empty glass? Who wants to know all about Nerf bats up the ass? <laughs> Whose favorite mix is a rum with a coke? Who loves nothing better than a good toilet joke? <laughs> Who uses rude gestures like flicking the V's and goes to the gas station for her squeaky cheese? <laughs> Who daren't use a privy in case there's a snake? Who claims there's a sea monster in an Idaho lake? Who tells us wild stories while getting so drunk? When she mentioned dead elephants, I laughed off my trunk. <laughs> Which gal wrote a song all about wieners? Why, it's Jackie, of course. Now get to the penis. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. That was fucking oh, amazing. I'm clapping for that. That is fucking rad. It was super funny. Yeah. Uh, without Jackie, the show would not be the same. Love your English fan, Mark, a.k.a. Mark Orkligay. You know, they like me on the radio, but if they had to introduce me to their friends and I got too drunk, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, fuck, no. It takes a special man, Mark, to be married to me because I do this shit out in public. When we're having a flea. Oh. Oh, oh no. Ruined I it. ruined it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I tried to be clever, but I'm not. Yeah, I think that's the best email we've ever received. <laughs> the thing was amazing. No, that was fantastic. Yeah, I didn't even respond to him because what was I going to say? Like, hey, buddy, thanks. <laughs> over email? <laughs> like, I mean, like. Yeah. You wow. really can't, like, say thanks over email enough for that, like, and make it sound like. That was so fucking amazing. Like, you wrote a whole poem. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talented like that, so I am fucking blown away. And he wore it again, like, toilet joke, easy cheese, or squeaky cheese. No, it was all the Corona sods. Yeah, I mean, like, you fucking nailed it. Yeah. I am I am super fucking impart impressed, Mark. And next time that we're in England, we're going to lunch. Oh, he's... Uh, he slash keep drinking through dinner. I, I actually talked to Mark about that, and he lives uh, right up by our good friends uh, that are in the uh, the northern section, so... Oh, Ben? Well, I'm not going to just name drop people. <laughs> well, you could say first names, because, I mean, how well, many no, Bens live in the north? we name drop people, because he's still got a podcast, so you got to name drop him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ben, ben, ben from the Rated H podcast, yeah, yeah, who yeah. Uh, uh, lives and works in uh, Middlesbrough, and apparently Mark Clegane works in Middlesbrough as well, so... Hmm. You know, they invited nice us place. into their house, Mark, and they fed us food. Oh, are you dropping hints? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> if you don't want to be embarrassed out in public, maybe you should just invite us over for dinner. Yeah, we'll have tea and crumble. Come on in. Don't go anywhere outside, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, don't leave yeah. so the neighbors can't see, you weirdo. And don't shit off any logs in my backyard. That, that's just. Awesome. As a warning, Marker Clegane, she dances both seductively and aggressively. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I jammed my finger last weekend dancing with Sam's girlfriend. Uh, we were dancing to Italiano Mambo, and I, I jammed my finger. It still hurts. <laughs> yeah, the, the first part of Sam's equation about uh, seductively may have been exaggeration. <laughs> That's what I say. The I aggressive is quite right. Uh, that's what I said when I first met Justin is I could dance really seductively as I fell over and almost killed a dog. Like you were trying to be hot shit. And you <laughs> I was trying to be like sideways on vodka. <laughs> I was trying to be like a stripper with no pole. And I thought I was fucking hot shit. And these two were looking at me like, didn't you just get home oh, from I class? <laughs> I just heard about it later. And I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> Me and the dog were having a dance party shooting shots of vodka and uh, didn't end well. <laughs> yep. It, well, it ended like it always does. Speaking of stripper dances, uh, we've got some uh, streaming do's and don'ts this week. Starting with Strip to Kill on Amazon Prime. Now, before we say anything, I have to ask forgiveness because if we've already done a streaming do's and don't on this, which we might have. I don't know. I had a rating for it on Letterboxd and IMDb, 
And I didn't remember shit about this movie. So I think Jackie and I watched it when we were shit-faced. So, and she didn't either, right? You no, know, I, I do not remember this movie at all. All I remember was thinking at the end was, totally worth it. If this was a rewatch, totally fucking worth it. I thought this movie was great. Yeah, so if you've heard us talk about this movie before, then forgive us. Sam, have, have you heard us talk about this movie before? Which movie? It's called Stripped to Kill from 87. Yes. You have heard didn't, of it. Didn't we watch that Did you at watch the firehouse? <gasps> Did we watch that at the firehouse? No. No. I watched that at the firehouse. Okay, so you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, it was on our Amazon thing where it had like a, like a, you've already watched this, whatever that little. Because you've watched Blah. Right, 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 right. I think that we should do an episode on this. I was Ooh, so fucking oh, impressed. Oh, I don't know about that. I liked it. No, there's not enough content here for an episode, unfortunately, because... Uh, there is if I make up a bunch of bullshit about squeaky cheese and toilet jokes. Yeah, so, well, you saved that for the Chronos, so we actually talk about movies during the normal podcast. Um, there, there, it, It's it's a, 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 a 90-minute movie with 45 of it being just stripper dances. So. Yes, that's not, exactly right. It is a lot of actual, just hard R, 13-year-olds can jack off to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but just not stripper dances. I mean, maybe this is just Idaho. But when I went into the strip joint, there was nobody doing acrobatics or oh, the splits. Yeah. yeah, no, I've been to stripper joints all over this place. And boy, howdy, they are not like it's, this movie. It's more like I'm going to lay on my back, put my legs together, and then hold my knee, hold my legs up behind my knees so you can stare at my crotch. <laughs> it is not like this. Where they have props and like a set. Yeah. It, like some of these dancers have sets. Somebody had a ninja motorcycle. Right. Like, no, you don't see that shit here. No. And, you know, you're here? just. No, everywhere. No. And I've seen the poles in this one place called The Torch. Mm. And they were so close together that, honestly, if you tried to do half of these tricks, you would knock yourself out on the pole right next to you. Uh, the ladies that strip in Boise, Idaho, don't have the talent to do any of this stuff, even get on the pole. They just end up with concussions no matter what they do. So they stay away from the pole. Oh. Did. Have I told the the torch business on the podcast yet fuck it tell it again it's a corona soda. all right finger steaks were invented in that fucking place that's goddamn right if yes. you did not know what boise's famous for it's famous for the best goddamn thing to put in your mouth ever 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 finger steaks and with fry sauce boom the the place that it was invented at was a strip club in Boise when it was just a gentleman's review back in the day. Right. Uh, the 40s, I think. But it's still a fucking strip club. Right. Yeah. Whether you want it to, you know, whatever you want to call it, however you want to dress it up, that's what it was. Well, with Corona, it's though, always... I don't know if it is a strip club. It might be a nothing club right now. <laughs> no, it's a. It's actually considered a bikini club. Right, right. But are they open? They don't... Like, what do you, how do you get it? Like, if you're a stripper... And you're like, I'm putting myself through college. Uh, and you have to, like, shuffle your butt on some guy's lap. Like, I, I, do you care about coronavirus? I don't know. I don't know enough about I, strippers. You just put a bunch of it on your butthole, and then you stick it in the other person's nose, and you go, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Justin. When I drove by earlier this week, it was... Went out to get toilet paper. We'll be back soon. Oh, okay. So they are closed down. That's that good call. Don't let strippers. They're not closed things. down. I knew a guy who had a birthday not a week ago who went there. He wanted me to go. It. And I was like, you should eat a whole bunch of shit because I'm not going there. My friend went to the strip joint, he says. Yeah. Uh, oh, I heard this this from his girlfriend. So, And then he went to the doctor and he's like, hey, doc. So I got this friend who's got a really weird dick now, uh, but I'm just asking for a friend what to do about it. <laughs> and he told me, hey, you don't have coronavirus, but you've got a lot of poop and baby powder on your nose. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. No, the thing that is so crappy about that place is that for this entire time, 
Their food is good. Is it? Yep. I actually I've thought they been had the there three times in my life. And every time I'm like, no, I don't want to go here because I don't want to pay top dollar to not have sex. That seems ludicrous to me. But you Nor would do pay I want to pay dollar. any money. Me. You would no, pay usually dollar. I charge for the tug jobs. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he's I charge. paying off a student loan. I got loan. student loans. Reverse. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I can't be on the wrong side of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my life, all three times I've been to that place, because before I ever went there, I was told, get some food. Sure. All three times I got food, I got something different. It was fucking delicious. Yeah. Well, you can, uh, uh, the United States of America, we didn't see uh, finger steaks anywhere when we were international or in when we were in Hawaii. Um, yeah. But uh, you, I make a mean finger steak, though. Yeah, God, they're so good. Uh, you can also thank Fry Sauce for Boise because we also invented that. So, uh, But also what I think about when I think about uh, strip clubs no. is uh, this new thing that I learned, this new insult that I learned uh, from watching movies this week was called you're a dickwart. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. I'm like, dickwart? Yes, I'm going to start saying that to people. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's good. Uh, good slash. When I was last in the torch, which has been at least 15 years. <laughs> I like how Sam's ignoring my shit. Yeah, right. He, uh, well, no, I mean, hold on. You know, I got to go back call to somebody a dickwart. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Wow. That's a really harsh statement to give somebody that. Has a problem that they can't solve, I guess. He's like, you don't know where that guy's been, Jackie. You don't know what he's been through. <laughs> Sam has dick warts. <laughs> okay, sorry, Sam. When I was at the torch the last time, I was eating like, I. it was something ridiculous, like a Reuben. And I was like, what, you have that here? So I was eating it. I was like, man, this is a good Reuben. And then one of the strippers comes up to me and she's like, you want me to help you with that? And I just looked at her with a mouthful and I was like, would you like me to, would you, would you like to help me eat this robot? No, fuck yeah, off. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? No. This is my Reuben. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I Get know you're skinny, bitch, but fuck off. <laughs> Please give Not me some the food, only. Sir. Yeah, they're like, uh. How are you my next honey boy? And I was like, I could be, I guess, except for the fact that I only came here for this fucking sandwich to appease some of my quote unquote friends. And, and it's six, it's I'm a gonna $6 be sandwich. <laughs> oh, no. It's like a fucking $12 sandwich. Oh, okay. Mm. Then she was thinking you were a honey boy. $12. That's an expensive sandwich. No, you're going to spend a lot on the food at a place like that. But yeah, I guess so. at the same time, you all three times I was like. Finger steaks, check out. Reuben checks out. I think I had like fucking, uh, I can remember the meals that I had there because I can't remember the women or anything else that happened there other than uh, just being there is that He's like, I, I remember I had the food. So the story of your life then. <laughs> chicken strips the other I don't time, remember the ladies, I, I like, remember the food. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, man, this food is good. We but. should probably talk about the movie at some point. Uh, I'm going to, despite everything I said earlier, uh, the story of uh, Strip to Kill, just so you guys remember what movie we're talking about on Amazon Prime, is that there's a guy who is an unknown killer of strippers. Uh, the strip joint is getting uh, murdered. And so a female cop goes undercover as a stripper uh, to bust this guy. Despite everything I said, uh, it's not an episode, but I still gave it a do, dude. It was a lot of fun. It was super yeah, it's, fun. It's fun. Yeah. And she's out there to bust. And what a bust. Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't have any finger stakes. So yeah. I don't know if you're yeah. Sam, it might not work out. Right. <laughs> no. And if you are me, it won't work out worse because I'll be like, look, I'm just trying to get into these fucking chicken strips. Off you go. <laughs> 
Uh, needless to say, it's a movie about strippers, so uh, probably not for the kids, but uh, uh, def- uh, I do from all three. <laughs> probably groups. not for the kids, but if you know, you don't but, find some boobs yeah, playing in their know. face, fuck it. Just stuff a bunch of finger sticks in their face and they'll not notice. Uh, next up, uh, Jackie and I watched The Lovebirds uh, from uh, this year, actually, I believe. I think it came out this year. I think Str- it just came out, like, yeah, not too long right. ago. Corona, so, or coronavirus probably fucked everything up on that. But uh, with Kamel uh, Nagiani and... Um, uh, forgive me, I don't know who uh, the uh, uh, counterpart's name is. I've never seen her before, but she was pretty good. Uh, uh, she's had some TV slots. Does she? Okay, I'm not yeah. a big TV person. so uh, Currently streaming on Netflix, uh, but uh, it was okay. I was a little disappointed by it. It wasn't as, like, shit your pants funny as I was expecting it to be, but it was fun. It was kind of like date night for me. Uh, it, wasn't Tina Fey night. And... it wasn't as good as date night. It wasn't as good as date night. It's along the same lines. It, but like, Yeah, idea-wise. Um, I, I kind of thought it was funny, and I, I really liked the ending, and um, I would recommend it. Dude, if you got nothing going on on a <laughs> fucking Tuesday afternoon, and you're like, you know what? I don't really want to work anymore. I'm going to blow this shit off and go watch a movie and maybe eat some cheese dip until I have the shits. Oh, wait, but uh-huh. you wouldn't because you're eating cheese. Oh, right. Oh, my God. That's a thing that I just now thought of, which is fucking rad. I need to go well, upstairs no. and eat cheese. Um, weird because cheese dip isn't really cheese, right? Exactly. It's diarrhea causing medicine. You need to eat log cheese when you go camping, so you don't end up like Sam on the log. Log cheese. That's why they call it log cheese. Mm. <laughs> oh no! What happens is is the family shows up, and you're like, "Sorry, I'm pushing out the softball," <laughs> and then that wad of cheese shoots out of your ass. And then it creates like a poof of dust that is, it's like a mushroom cloud. Right. And it like, kills now a chickmunk. Don't lie. we know Don't what we lie. walked into. This is terrible. The forest is on fire. <laughs> yeah. He's killed a chickmunk. The kids are like, oh my God. And he's like, what? If he was standing behind me with all the gas that was coming out, that chickmunk was stupid. All right. Lovebirds. Back to the lovebirds. Okay. So uh, the lovebirds, I really liked it. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but I mean, it's not like a drop everything and watch yeah, it's, it. It's not the big. Scene. Um, it, it's it's funny and it's entertaining, but it you can wait to get to it. Yeah, you can wait to get to it. But uh, Sam, do you got any uh, streaming do's and don'ts? I do not. All right. Well, then let's just move on to Sando takes on this week on Sando takes on Sando takes on. Butts. Butts. Okay. Weird. That is so unexpected that we would talk about butts on the podcast. I have your butt on my phone. Yeah. She's got a picture of your butt. Like I showed it to your, your girlfriend. Butt, your butt is on so many pieces of glass throughout the United States because you've been putting your butt on glass. You've been putting it on blast and glass. It's a, it's a glass blast. CSI uh, is like, hey, we've got a suspect, but it's just a butt print. <laughs> hey, Sir Mix-a-Lot told me to put it on the glass, so I did. <laughs> All right. Are we talking about your butt or somebody else's butt or just butts in general? Just butts in general. All right. Today, I'm out in the world. I'm in downtown. Mm-hmm. Downtown where? Well, that makes a difference. Yeah, Napa, Idaho. Oh, but it doesn't matter. Downtown, yeah, downtown USA. They're all all downtowns are the same. Yeah, probably true. Well, people weren't wearing a lot of clothes as the sun has heated things up, and okay. their butts were just hanging out. Oh, oh, the shorts that are too short type I of thing. See what's going on here? Shorts that are too short, pants that are too tight. Capris that wouldn't be considered capris on the most generous definition. Uh-huh. And sundresses that are made of cloth that under the most generation generous definition wouldn't be called cloth. They're basically in a nightgown running around doing whatever, but it's not just men. It or women. <laughs> Been sitting on that all day, oh haven't you, you fucker? <laughs> oh my god, that was good, Sam. 
<laughs> it's not just ball no. sacks hanging out the front. There is something else going on. Yeah. No, I went out today and it was a hotel throwdown. All right. Oh, right. I can't believe. Like, we got to space this out if you're going to wear stuff like that. What do you mean? You space can't it just out? wear it every day. Well, you know, get with your downtown brethren and be like, oh, should we leave nothing to the imagination all the time? Well, no, you can't do that. Well, here's the deal. In, in women's fashion, anyway, oh, boy. Uh, shut up, asswipe. <laughs> like, you even fucking go shopping. Oh, you have yeah, no idea. No, I know. Idea. You're going to go on a tirade about women's fashion and, like, no, uh, Mark so- Clegane's going to be like, oh, man. No, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep this. I, I'm going to keep this short. So women's fashion right now is short as in. Uh-huh. So the shorts that have your butt hanging out. Yeah, which has always been in, technically. Uh, no, not in my generation. And in fact, it's always been so in, it's, it's actually out because your butt is out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, a lot of the, the dresses and things like that that you see in, like, a, a, um, a cheaper store like TJ Maxx or... The discount stores where a lot of people buy their clothes because it's fucking cheap, right? Uh-huh. Um, the material is very thin. And so sometimes as a lady, you don't realize how thin that material is until somebody goes, hey, I can see your cross or your dress. Mm-hmm. Now, just so you know, men, it is not okay to say, I can see your crotch through your dress, but it is totally okay to oogle it. <laughs> And think, you gotta wear I sunglasses, think. right? So right, that yeah. you can yeah. just stare. And I think that that might be a lot of what Sam's talking about is that the the cheaper clothing that's available for people um, usually only has one layer, and in higher quality clothing, they have multiple layers in them. It could also just be a hoedown throwdown. Oh no! I'll, I'll eat shit, Jackie. Donatella Versace. Her shit is basically like a ten denier count. Look at all my shit. Yeah. I'm not really covering myself. That's what I saw today. I watched this gal walk past me in, I would call it the drapes if they weren't so thin. And I was like, oh my God, I don't need to see that right now. But then there was a dude. Because you fell off the ladder. In a tank top and tight aquamarine capris. And I was like, I just saw everything that lady had to offer, and also I can see your balls. <laughs> they, you, they should, uh, they should have a like a weird. Uh, maybe it's for coronavirus, so that they can like actually like dry hump and still get the gist of it. But they're they're wearing protection, you know. And just spray yourself down with rubbing alcohol, yeah. and yeah, you got a nice layer of uh, of uh, uh, protectant <sighs> to put go your to junk the coffee on. shop. You yeah. go, hey, I just sprayed myself. Because that's what the, it was all coming out of the coffee shop. Yeah, Sam, Sam's act, behind Tacos, 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 giving handies for to pay for his tuition. And, uh, you know, these guys are actually wearing proper attire. <laughs> you know, just, you know, at least uh, the youth of the world are skipping a step, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't I know. Guess. I I will tell you guys about a little story that I had. I bought this... Uh, very thin layered shirt from Ann Taylor, which is a designer. You fuckers don't need to know who she is. Well, I've been married and, for, uh, for 10 years, so I do know, unfortunately. And uh, anyway, so I had this shirt on and I wore a black bra because the shirt was black. And I did not think that people could see through it. But apparently when people take your picture with a flash on, oh, they yeah. can totally oh, see yeah. through it. Yeah. And I was fucking humiliated. Yeah, don't uh, go on the runway, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, and wear a black bra because, uh, you know, just don't wear any bra, actually. You know, yeah, I too. was like, oh, yeah. that's why you do the tarot read and just have your titty fall out and everybody takes a picture of it. Well, and then I didn't really realize that it was such a problem, but it also uh, did the same thing in the sun. Oh, sure. Like if I stood a certain way and uh, my friend was like, <laughs> you're giving everybody a show. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was humiliated because I have never been one for attention seeking like that. No, it, you're not one for it. But I th- I think that's not who Sam's talking about. People like you. Well, if you're wearing turquoise uh, capris that show your balls, you are not like me. Because they have balls. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, st- the big the biggest thing is the balls. <laughs> 
Balls. Balls. Uh, Sam, uh, so it usually you complain about stuff on your uh, your Sando takes on. Uh, are you complaining? Yeah, it's not that warm yet. I mean, it what happens if your today? car breaks down and it it cools off? Then you're going to be wearing your underwear and you're out there on the highway. Well, that's not good. Uh I think if you break down on the highway, you want to be wearing your underwear, ass, gas, or grass, right? I think so. I mean, am I wrong? Touche. Yeah. You, you, so you know. apparently, I guess it's summer. COVID-19 has become COVID over 21 if right. you go outside and see these people dressing, because good night. Yeah. No, I think it's summer, and I think that everybody has forgot about COVID-19, and it's gonna be interesting all right jackie uh i guess that wraps up sam's take i'm still very confused about that um both in my pants and my brain uh what uh what do you got for uh, spooky this week 716 dauphin street okay i don't know if i'm saying that right yeah in new orleans okay the sultan's palace it's a very spooky city no it's just a house well, this, Don't the, be the entire dead. city of New Orleans is spooky. There's lots of, uh, you know, you got the, the De Los Muerte thingy dingy and the uh, uh, Katrina. No. 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 That's not, you you no. don't know shit about okay. New Orleans. Right. Let's just move on. Right. 1836. A Turkish man claiming to be a sultan moves to the New Orleans with his wives, children, and young boys who were held against their wills and... Unix. Jesus. Okay. This is dark. He has a bunch of parties. He really likes opium. <laughs> um, and he is throwing money around left and right. I mean, he's oh. buying new furnishings. He has new rugs. And when he first moves into the place. Now, can I back up just a skosh? And maybe you don't know. But why the fuck is a sultan buying property in New Orleans, Louisiana? He's just renting it. Just because he's got all yeah, the he's, cash? Yeah, because he, he's here. Okay. Okay, I got to get this dog on my feet. Okay. <laughs> Spooky. Um, so, he's I mean, escaping he's... escaping for later. Yeah. So, he's having opium parties, and it, there's loud music at night. Nothing mm -hmm. happens during the day, but at night, the place comes to life. So, yeah. he's got opium parties going on. He's hosting the elite of New Orleans, and... You know, it's just a fucking orgy every night with this guy. Are you? Do you have confirmation on orgy, or are you just just inferring orgy? Uh, it said that they were having wild sex screaming parties. Well, then that's an orgy. <laughs> that they could be heard from the street. So it's a wild orgy. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and so what happens is one morning a neighbor. <laughs> uh, could you keep it down? <laughs> was walking by in the morning with his dog. Okay. And he noticed blood uh -oh. coming out of the front door onto the stoop and into the street. Hmm. And this place, when the sultan who moved in, had like bars put on the windows, double locks, okay. uh, extra um, extra drapery so you couldn't see in. Sure. Um. So the neighbor, you know, so nobody knew fuck about shit, right? Unless you went to the parties. And this neighbor's walking by and he sees all this blood on that is seeping into the street. So he calls the police. And the police go in and they break down the door. What year is this? 18 something or other? 1836. Okay. All right. That's early. Yeah. And when the police get in there, they say every woman, man, and child, and eunuch, anyone who was in the house, had been dismembered. Jesus. And their body parts had been thrown everywhere. So they what? didn't know which parts went to who. Oh my God. Well, I guess we could play a large game of Tetris. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but the Sultan was actually found outside in the backyard, buried in the courtyard with his hand protruding from the grave. He had been buried alive, and he was trying to claw his way out. Oh, okay. All right. That's... Well, all right. Well, here's a flip. In 1792, a sultan shows up and rents this place. Jesus. So, what? This is his second account. The milkman 
goes to make his daily delivery and oh and he put it down hard and thick <laughs> you should uh, pay off my student fuck. loan mr sultan <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh no so the milkman is like hey nobody's answering he calls the police right because he wants his fucking two dollars i imagine they're bobbies back then 1792 yeah and when the police come, they go ahead and break down the front door. And what they find is the Sultan's body on the couch, almost decapitated with the corpses of five young women posed around him that were part of his harem. Oh. So there's two different accounts to this story. Two different accounts of two different occurrences. No. Uh, these are the same stories told in completely different time frames. Ah. So... Uh, the the current residents say that they can smell incense, hear music from a party, mm-hmm. and see the Sultan's entourage moving from room to and room. It smells like vag. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Honey, you getting that vag smell again? Yes. <laughs> so what happens is that it turns out that the man was actually not a Sultan. He was the Sultan's brother. Oh, Dave. Who had oh stolen God. the real Sultan the real Sultan's women and some possessions so he could start over in New Orleans. Huh. So what they think happened so some say there there are two theories that are going around. Some say that there were pirates that showed up uh the day before a big storm uh-huh. and they were out in the seaport and that they are responsible for the deaths of everybody that was in that house. Which time? Doesn't matter. Right, because it's the both, same story. Yeah, because both of them have these two philosophies. Who are, who's they? The like, internet. Who, shut up. Who, who is this not doing a very good job of researching this? First, we got, we got like, a story that 1836. involves... That's from a totally different time that involves a house that's got a sultan in it with wild orgies, and then, like, 40 years before it, there was also another sultan... That may or may not be the same Sultan, but from a different time, that's not doing anything other than having a harem line up around him. And now there's fucking, like, what the shit, They Internet? say it's the same guy. Uh, you know, at this same time, a lot of uh, French privateers would have to resort to private uh, piracy. And uh, p- private parts. <laughs> private parts. Piracy of private parts. So other people say that it was the Sultan's brother, the actual Sultan, that had hired assassins to kill his brother and the women who ran away from his harem. Okay. And, uh, yeah. That's the end of the story. No, that's not the end of the story. Okay, so so we got, we got, we got. So they say that they went in and killed everybody because they um, were impersonating the Sultan and they Mm -hmm. had sold his possessions and his women and he was like, go fuck yourself. You're all going to fucking die. Fuck you, TikTok, is what he says. Because, you know, TikTok is stealing our identity. TikTok from the sequel to... Wizard of Oz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the about, Wizard of Oz. talking about TikTok from Wizard of Oz? No, I'm talking about TikTok from China, you asshole. TikTok might have been made in China, though. That's, that's the weird thing, dude. They're ahead of their time. <laughs> so I will tell you to this. There's a lot of skepticism about this story. Okay. Because if it happened in 1792, Mm -hmm. the house that they supposedly were in was not even built. Oh, uh uh-oh. And if it was in 1836, that would be still the time that the original owners were living in the home. Uh Uh-oh. So... There's a lot of like, hey, this is bullshit because it's New Orleans history and we mm-hmm. want to showcase this house. The sad thing is that this beautiful mansion, which I saw online, and it does have some very ornate like ironwork balconies and sure. it looks very cool. It's got uh, um, ladies in the street with their tits out, you know. That's no, that's cool. not part of the house. Oh, okay. Um, But the house itself has now been made into six different apartments. So, you know, we get these spooky stories from the residents and, but you know, it's like every great, beautiful house Mm -hmm. that we've seen, beautiful mansion that's in town. A lot of times they get turned into these places and it's fucking 
atrocious. Yeah, that's the spookiest part is uh, subdividing shit. That's nice. And I hate it. I mean, we have houses here in Boise that have been, they were mansions and, and family homes. They should have been put on the historical list and maybe just shown as a historical house. But instead, somebody allowed them to buy these places and then rip them up into apartments. Yeah. And it, it's not cool. Free market, I baby. fucking hate that. Yep, free market. Um, so anyway, so who knows if this story is really fucking true. But of course the, it's not true. But the the scary thing is it's on all the New Orleans tours. Mm. And, you know, they're selling this as this is the Sultan's murder house. Hmm. Whereas, like, 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 I mean, that's the dumb thing about spooky stories. It, I mean, not your spooky stories, but like ghost, like, let's go on the ghost tour is like there's so much un like made up bullshit that you go on whereas you could actually go to places that are actually very like historically horrific like HHH's Holmes house uh that fucking uh uh, uh like that that OJ's house <laughs> Don't go no, there. No, that's OJ. Nicole Simpson's house. Don't go there. That's um, spooky. But you know the thing is is that I guess with this one, it kind of seems like it's all superstition mm-hmm. and it's made there for tourism and and getting money from yeah, people. Right. So I, I've never been to New Orleans. I'd really like to go. But, cool. but uh, you know, part of me is like, do I really want to take one of these tours now that I know that this shit is bullshit? Right. Well, that's the thing is that most of the time you go on those tours, it's like this shit is bullshit. And then when it's not bullshit... That's when you find out from your realtor later, oh, no, he killed his whole family here. And uh, this place is probably haunted. And you're like, you after you've it, signed the paper. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No. That's actually illegal in most places, believe it or not. Uh, when I was uh, uh, exploring my career options as a youth, uh, I went to real estate school, and there's very few states that allow you to sell a house without declaiming, declaring if somebody's died in it or not. Mm. Oh, it, no, it, you just... Do it like this. Here's the master bath. Oh, that's where he died. Uh, here's the bedroom. Oh, I'm sorry. What, what, was that for, what was that? Uh, uh, what was that then, after the? You know, uh, let's first go bedroom? downstairs here. What? No, uh, I'm, this I'm, is the mud room. I'm still. How does he cut him up here? Uh, <laughs> this place is in great shape. Uh, if the floor creaks, it's because of. Blood saturation, uh, <laughs> but it's in good shape and it's got it's good a real bones. Steel. Literally, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So that that was my spooky story. And when I first found it, I was very excited. I was like Sultan, you know, this is the first article I read. It was a Sultan, and it, you know, he was here and he got massacred. And then when I I started digging into it with other sources, it was like, <laughs> uh, fuck, this is a hoax. Yeah. Which I, I mean, maybe it's maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But really, uh, you know, all the newspapers at the time and uh, any anything Twitter. that you would be able to go back to yeah. newspapers, Twitter, police reports, mm-hmm. they don't have anything yeah. for this particular massacre. So I think that it's just something that is there to low gullible tourists. And why would you do it? Because honestly, they're apartments now. So, yeah, I mean, all you're doing is bothering Betty, who right. is there on rent control, and she doesn't give a fuck. And she's like, <laughs> Betty. Yeah, she's flipping Betty's you off and screaming at you to not breathe on her plants. I know, Betty, dude. She and I go way back. Uh, and she also goes out in the summer with her butt hanging out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. She wears those thin cotton dresses because mm-hmm. she's on a she's on rent control. She's got you know cheap cheap clothes. Yeah, and uh, you know it's New Orleans. It's hot. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap this up for the week. Uh, we got a new episode on Sunday with Jack. Well, Monday for you guys. Uh, uh, with Jackie uh, choosing what was it again that we're doing? Graduation day. Graduation day. That's right. Currently streaming on Amazon Prime, I believe. So I thought it was Netflix. Oh, whatever. Look it up. <laughs> but I saw this at my mom's house, and uh, she had it going right. She likes Netflix and Amazon Prime, so I'm not sure which one it was on. But uh, 
I know it was free because she was watching it. Right. And uh, I only caught a few snippets, but it was, oh my God, seriously. <laughs> I am totally making this an episode. I do not give a shit what these two think. All right, graduation day on Monday, gang. Uh, love you guys. Uh, thanks for all your uh, emails. Write us, talk at stinkermanis.com. Because uh, we're bored, the, too, with the coronavirus. Follow us on the tweets at twitter.com forward slash stinkermanis, facebook.com forward slash stinkermanis, and subscribe to it or support us on Patreon. I don't know why I always say that. Subscribe to us on Patreon. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Tinker Madness. Chuck a buck our way. Uh, help us keep this show free and uh, host our episodes forever so that you always have those and I don't have to like ship them to archive.org where you might not find them. So, yes. Uh, Mark, before we leave, fucking sweet ass poem. And Jillian, fucking sweet ass email. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for the emails. I uh, love you, everybody, and get to the penis. <laughs>